The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 247. Wednesday, July 30th, 2014. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 247. I am Rob, you are Greg. That's right. And I will start off with a few rapid-fire movie reviews. Oh, no. We're not, we're not even starting off with celebrity deaths. <laughs> no, quick, real quick. Quick. I'm going to rattle these off. So... I saw... Huh? Nothing. I saw a movie on Lifetime. Oh, no. These are always the worst. (laughs) And it was called... Hold on a minute. I'm going to look it up here. Wait, hold on. Did did the Saved by the Bell Lifetime movie come out yet? What? Oh, you didn't hear about that? No! Yeah, they're doing this, like, Saved by the Bell Lifetime movie. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. What 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 is it? It's called Behind the Bell, I think. No, the unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. Oh, so it's like it's a, gonna come out in September, actually. So it's a documentary. I guess came out already. No, September. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, in fact, I've actually... I've seen the cast pictures. The cast picture of the... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What what do they expect? What are they going to do in this thing? Uh... I don't know. I mean, was there that much gossip? They're going to reveal the secrets behind the scenes. <laughs> I mean, did, like, Dennis Haskins sleep with all the cast members or something? Uh, I, mean, I hope not. Hey, Dust- hey, hey, hey. Dustin Diamond. Uh, so I have well, met I have met two of the cast members of Saved by the Bell. Yes. Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding. Mm-hmm. And and then you and I met Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Screech. Screech. Screech powers. Screech. Uh yeah, apparently, yeah, there's an actor that will portray uh uh Dennis Haskins. I, I'm seeing this because uh, I follow uh, Kasim Gaines on Facebook. Ah. <laughs> so he was uh, he was posting about. What's he up to? Uh, I, I guess he's he's working on uh, his new books and. Uh, Good. You know he's uh, he's uh, he's posting about uh, uh, a lot of different things. I see. Pee Wee's <laughs> Playhouse and. Good. The Muppets and so. Uh, oh, there we go. Anyway, um, Cassin, I know you're yeah. listening. You, you can come on the Paunch Stevenson show. Any, you're welcome yes, anytime. Yes, yes. Anytime, wonderful guest. So, what I was going to say about uh, Dennis Haskins real fast was that. <laughs> um, remember, I reviewed that Seth MacFarlane movie. 
A million uh, ways to die in the West. Yeah. Uh, as a couple episodes ago. Yeah. A thousand ways to die is whatever the hell it is. Uh, yeah, so I, I forgot to mention that Dennis Haskins had a, a very, very brief cameo. Really? Yeah, as some kind of like a steak oil salesman. Uh-huh. Wait, that was him? What do you mean? You saw the movie? The guy in the commercial? I don't know. Really fat? Yes, he was so fat it was ridiculous. No. It was him, yes. He's oh. fatter than ever. What? Fatter what, than ever. What does he do? He is literally turning into the Weird Al Yankovic fat <laughs> video. Oh, no. Fat guy. I know, it's bad. I, uh, he, was, he, I, he was unrecognizable. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, and there is some news from uh, Cassine Gaines involving uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. I don't know if you were aware about this or not, but apparently a Pee-wee's Playhouse Shout Factory is going to be doing a DVD. Uh, wait. Pee-wee's Playhouse. It's already out on DVD. Is it? I mean, right? That's that's been released on DVD. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I think so. Not but, the but, movie. Right, but, well, anyway, so they're re-releasing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Wait a minute. I gotta find it on. Uh... I want to find it on TV. The the best DVD site is TVShowsOnDVD.com. Uh, apparently they're also doing the Batman television. Has Batman never been on the DVD? It has to be. I don't think so. I don't know if the full series of the the Adam West Batman has ever been on DVD. I think there was some licensing issues. I mean, yeah, maybe not the whole entire full thing, but some of it. Let me, uh, where's uh, Batman... My God, I, I'm, I'm sorry. No, wow. all right, no, go ahead, go ahead. Batman: The Complete Television Series. Yeah, no, this is the first time. But yeah, but the complete. Yes. Right. Yeah, they probably have like single episodes or something. But yeah, this will actually this will also include a Blu-ray high definition. Wow. For the Batman series, and they could do that because it was filmed on film back then. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be kind of expensive. Uh, let's see, Amazon, Batman. Ooh, man, 140 bucks. What are you? What are you doing here? What are you sending me? What is this? Did you send me something? Yes. I can't. I don't know where the hell the conversation is. Oh, all right. What is, what is this? Oh yeah, Dennis Haskins. Yeah, he's a blimp. I mean, how did that even happen? Keeps eating. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, what? How else? Uh, anyway, so the Batman looks like it's uh, about 140 bucks. Uh, it's not out yet. Uh, all for all three seasons. Uh, what's wait, the wait, limited wait. edition Blu-ray disc? 140 dollars for three seasons? Yeah. The Transformers three seasons was like half of that, right? Uh, well, I, I don't know what the deal is. I I don't know. Maybe it's just a lot of episodes. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so... Um, uh, yeah, the Blu-ray's even more. <laughs> it's 190. Oof. 
Alright, so Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, so let me, let me find it. Oh. Uh, I went looking for, for Pee Wee and found Batman. Uh, you put Pee-wee in without the dash and it won't find it. <laughs> that is a bad search engine. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so this was, it was really, oh, I see, this is a Blu-ray. Ah. Yeah, you're right, yes, the complete collection was released, um, back in 2010. Uh, I do not know what that included, if it included all the Christmas special and all that stuff. But uh, according to uh, Cassine, this one, the Blu-ray, that's probably why this is so much money, $130. Mm. But the Blu-ray will include, like, you know, everything. But, yeah, so. Wait, so, so is Cassine involved in this? I don't know. Interviews or something? Or... Uh, well, it says brand new interviews with the members of the cast and crew, so I don't know. And Cassine Gaines? Eh, who knows? Come on, I want I to they, see... It, 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 they haven't released the features yet. I want to see Cassine Gaines in HD. <laughs> well, he was on that TV TV Guide channel. No, yeah, I know. Well, plus I've seen him in real life, so... Duh. Uh... <laughs> So what's what is real life? Is that like four K or eight K? No, no, it's infinite K. Yeah, <laughs> that's not infinite K. The human eye can only see so much. Four no, K. I I I, uh, I my my human vision is ten eighty p. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, just, I'm that would be ridiculous. All right, so uh, I think you we, you were doing a movie review. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so Lifetime, uh, it's, it was from 2006, 2006, called To Have and To Hold, mm -hmm. starring Justine Bateman. 2006? Yes, it was on TV. A bit old. So, uh, it starred Justine Bateman, and it was a movie... About so, so she's married again. This is quick. She's married. The man mm. is cheating on her with this other woman. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, it's a life. It's one of these lifetime movies. The guy's cheating and <laughs> whatever. So like a third of the way, like the 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 first third of the movie is that. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it takes this weird turn and almost becomes this completely other movie, where. He's upstairs sleeping. Justine Bateman's downstairs watching TV or something. And then this guy breaks into the house and comes after her with a bat and then she stabs him to death. Wait, is every Lifetime movie some woman getting, uh, like, assaulted? Yes. So now it becomes, like, this murder trial movie. <sighs> and then... Um, so, so that's like the middle portion, and then by the end, the woman, um, somehow the woman that, that the husband was cheating on Justine Bateman was with, like, her boyfriend kills her, <laughs> and then, then they're like blowing up, I, I don't know, it was, it was just idiotic and, and <laughs> ridiculous, so that, it was bad. 
Eh. Um, so there was that. Another one, real quick. It was a 1991 movie that I saw uh. on Netflix streaming. Uh. And let me pull it up here. And, you know, th- <laughs> this is what I'm forced to watch on these streaming services because their selection is garbage. I gave you the HBO access. It's garbage. Not the movie selection? No. Comedies? I you. Well, that's your problem. You don't watch sci-fi, you don't oh, watch action movies. God, comedy. So anyway, 1991, it was called Only the Lonely. Wait a the first of all, the, the, this this Justine Bateman thing doesn't sound like uh, a comedy. I know, but it was Justine Bateman, so I had to watch it. <laughs> Only the I love this movie, John Candy. No, you yes. mean this? Six million times. No way. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, I had never heard of it before, so I'm like, oh, John, I love John. Yes, Candy. John Candy. Watch. Oh, it hit one of his favorite line in the movie was, uh, you know, sometimes it's good to be a cop. Yeah, all right. He said it about fifteen <laughs> times. You know. Sometimes it's it, it's good to be a con. <laughs> so it was it, he was of course the fat guy. He yeah, was a police officer in Chicago. Chicago. His partner was Jim Belushi. Yes. And he met this woman, Ali Sheedy. Yes. Played by Ali Sheedy, and she was like a an undertaker or something or a. Not yeah. She was the daughter of a mortician. A mor- yeah, a mortician. But her father was Italian. Right. And they 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 didn't and um, John and Candy. John Candy's character's mother, uh, who he lived with, was from Ireland, and he was played and she was played Ooh. by yes she is she Irish, played by legendary uh, Irish actor Maureen O'Hara, yes, um, Danny yes because I remember saying Danny <laughs> Danny Danny. <laughs> Oh, right. oh, you left me die here, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it pays to be a cop. So, <laughs> so yeah. The one, I, I guess I'm going to review the movie because I know <laughs> this movie. You can't lie about this one. I know. So here's my thing. So I, I love John Candy. He's very, very, he's usually There's very funny. a bunch fun. of Culkins in this movie, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was his second movie with Macaulay Culkin. And Anthony, the great Anthony Quinn. Actually, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Third movie with Macaulay Culkin. Okay. Because he did Uncle Buck. Yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. And, and Home. then Only the Lonely. Right. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I think those were all Chris Columbus movies, weren't they? This one was, yeah. Well, so was Home Alone. Oh, all right. Wasn't it? I, I don't remember. I think it was. John, uh, John Hughes, Robert Zemeckis, I, yeah. I don't know. They all... So anyway, uh, yes, and Anthony Quinn, the great Anthony Quinn, was the neighbor yes. uh, who liked his uh, John Candy's mother, and he yeah. was Greek. Right. Of course, who John Candy's mother, being Irish, hated Greeks. Hated him. Hated him. So she hated everybody. Right. So... My point is, I like John Candy. He's I usually find him very funny, but this yeah. was a more it was uh, humorous. Yeah, but, it was a, a romantic kind of comedy, somewhat of a comedy. Yeah, like romantic comedy slash a little bit of drama. Yes. So I just I, I don't know. I just I, 
I didn't think it was one of his better movies. It was it was tedious. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it was it was kind of tedious um, because Maureen O'Hara's character she was very annoying. Right. You know, so basically the plot is that this guy, you know, he's he's like forty years old, never married, lives with a mother, and the mother is very strict. And domineering, and he meets this girl, and you know, fall in love. They want to get married, and she, his the fiance Ali Sheedy is always annoyed that 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 his mother is constantly like interfering with their lives, and she's a pain, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, he wants her to move down to Florida or something, and and so they kept breaking up and then getting back together, and ah, oh, the mother again, all breaking up, Ugh. ridiculous. And but at the end of the day, they sometimes got, your pressure should be a cop. <laughs> they got married. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, thumbs in the middle. It was okay. Well, Rotten Tomato score is sixty-two percent. I don't know about that. really. That's pretty high. I know. I, I don't know. I mean, I thought John Can I think he was very good in the movie. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was fine. But, um, eh. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, I've seen it a million times. My favorite part of the movie, the the the, the best scene in the movie, is uh, he yeah. meets the woman in the funeral parlor, yeah. Ali Sheedy. And he's hitting it off. He asks her on a date. He convinces her to go out with him. Yeah. And uh, he's, he walks outside of the funeral parlor and starts going like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then the camera pans over and there's like guys holding a coffin. <laughs> and it's, it, I'm not explaining it. As, yeah, as, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. There was yeah. some, you know, the I know the girl who, who did him. And they're just looking at him horrified, like, "Oh no, 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 no! I, I, I don't mean that. I mean, I mean, she does everybody." And they're just like, "That was the funniest part of the movie." Yeah, well, yeah. Classic John Candy. That that yeah. scene was classic John Candy. All right, so next one, rapid, rapid, rapid. Wow, was rapid. Um, the all right, another movie review: The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Ah. Uh. Why? <laughs> Which was on, I, I think it was on Netflix streaming or, or HBO Go. Uh, who cares? Uh, I'm not, I, I swear, I swear to you no. I'm not exaggerating. Bad. I'm not exaggerating. I yeah. had to force myself to ah. finish the movie because it was so embarrass, like embarrassingly bad. I turn, I, you know, a lot of times I'm, when I'm flipping around on different channels... I'll catch a movie, at, usually like if it's in the middle of it, and I'll watch it for like 10, 15 minutes, and I'll say, yeah, I kind of like this, and I'll wait for it's on again, or I'll check on demand or something. I, I flipped through, and there was a scene where they're in the bar. Yeah. And it's Steve Carell and um, Jay Moore and somebody else. And Jim Carrey walks in with his entourage. They're all magicians, by the way. <laughs> right. And bad ones. Right. So Jim Carrey walks in with his entourage, and they do the whole like thing where they're like insulting each other, right? But they're not really insulting each other, and 
it, it, I, it just didn't work, and I was like, you know something, man, I'm not, I'm not gonna try and watch the watch this. It had so much potential because, of course, magic is is very, uh, eh. you know, it's. <laughs> It could be parodied so well, like like almost like a Spinal Tap or like an Office type. You know, it's like, it's a, a spoof. It's I think so... that's they were yeah they were trying to do like a Spinal Tap I think, but it just came off really bad. It had so much potential, and Steve Carell was playing the more kind of like traditional old style magician, yeah. and he was. I don't know why people love Steve Carell and find him hilarious because. Other than Michael Scott in The Office and the movie The 40-Year-Old Virgin, yeah. other than those two roles, he is abysmal in everything. Uh, he's not funny. He's just not... Other than the, those two roles, he's hilarious. Everything he's else... He's funny in man. But, but that was like a bit part. He was playing uh, you know, a brain-dead guy, but... But anyway, so he was horrible in this, yeah. and then Jim Carrey was playing Ugh. the more new style, like Chris yeah. Angel, mind freak style magician. Yeah. He was okay, halfway decent, okay. But what, like I said, the magic industry has so much potential for parody, and they just they did nothing with it. Oh, they well. did nothing. It was horrible. Oh, well. So anyway, thumbs down. It was embarrassing. Yeah. All right, next one. Another on right. that that came out in uh, 2013, by the way. Um, so another one, real quick, was called "Dealing with Idiots," and this was on Netflix streaming. And 2013. Written, directed by, and starring Jeff Garland. What? No, Larry, what? Wow, this is an interesting cast. Jeff Garland, Fred Willard, Bob Odenkirk, J.B. Right. Smoove. Right. Hey, I mean, this was... Wait, so they had J.B. Smoove <laughs> and Jeff Garland, but no Larry David. Right. Hey, Larry, what happened to Larry? And, and uh, Kerry Kenny Silver. Larry Kenny's daughter from Reno 911 ah, and, right. and whatever. So, but it, horrendous, Ugh. painfully, embarrassingly awful movie that eh. again I had to force myself. I'm like, hey, it's Jeff Garland. It'll be silly. It's called Dealing with Idiots, and so so poor and 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 just awful, boring, and trying to be funny, but it was just awful. Mm. So anyway, next. You know what it, it was about? Jeff Garland plays a uh, comedian, stand-up comedian. And he's in this suburban town, and he's going... I, I guess his son plays in these Little League baseball games. And again, so much potential for parody and for mocking. And it's trying to, but it's falling flat in... Like, just every... every piece of film of this movie is falling flat <laughs> so he's at these little league baseball games watching his son and like all the it's supposed to be mocking like all the different weird kinds of parents like the overbearing parents and the you know just but it, it, it was just mm. terrible terrible so next 
Um, I didn't even know that this movie existed until I stumbled across it on Netflix streaming, of course. So, of course, we talk about all the time, uh, or, or recently, the, the 1990s Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. And then they had a sequel, a very Brady sequel. Yes. Well, evidently, there was a third one. Really? And it was called The Brady Bunch in the White House. Oh, no, yes, I've heard about this. And it starred... It was a new cast, though. It wasn't the same. Well, they got Gary Cole. Yes, the parents. Yes, you're right. And Shelley Long, and everyone else was different. I've talked about this before. Have you? I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Maybe not. Anyway, it (laughs) it was from 2002. Yes. And... Now, here's my question. It was, again, it was horrible. But how... Not surprising. How does the supporting cast from the two prior movies have enough sense not to be involved in this, yet the two stars don't have enough sense to not uh, be involved in it? What else would Shelley Long be doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Not embarrassing herself? I don't know. I mean, the only thing I can think of, potentially, is that maybe, maybe, they were they signed a contract that called for three movies. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe, I, I don't know. But, true, true. Uh, or they thought it would actually be good. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um... A, a yeah, Shelley Long, a Shelley Long fact, mm. fun fact is, I, I meant to do a review of this other movie last Ugh. this past Christmas and I forgot. And I'm not, well, I'm you're not, not gonna, doing it now. No, I'm not going to do it now. But it was, again, like one of these Lifetime or Hallmark Channel Christmas movies, made for TV Christmas movies. Yeah. And it was George Went as Santa Claus. And Shelley Ugh. Long as Mrs. Claus, Ugh. and and a, I don't know, maybe a couple other people, but and it, you know, it, it was kind of hokey and stupid or whatever. But I'm like, what Shelley Long? Like, hey, is... uh, 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 um, uh, well, was I in a tall Cliff Clavin? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, he was not. Uh, in... <laughs> uh. So I'm like, Shelley Long, like, this is what she's doing now. This is so strange. She was a big star and. And so I, I looked it up, and evidently she loves playing Mrs. Claus in made-for-TV Christmas movies. Mm. This, this, that was not her only one. She loves it. Not surprising. <laughs> so that is a Shelley Long fact. Mm. Um, and then... More? Last one for this episode... Uh, the 1994 movie. Okay. I just hold on. I'm gonna make sure I'm accurate here. Killing me. Uh, yeah, 1994. Reality bites. Yes. It was directed by Ben Stiller, starring Ben Stiller. Right. Janine Garofalo, yes. Winona Ryder, yes. Ethan Hawke, Ethan Steve, Hawk. Steve yes. Zahn. 
Yeah, Steve Zahn was in that movie too? Yeah. Hey, man. So I remember watching this movie, I don't know how many years ago. Maybe it's probably like several years ago. And I thought, like, hey, it was a pretty decent movie. It wasn't so bad. Mm. And, and like, nothing weird stuck out to me about it. And then okay. I'm watching it the other night on uh, on HBO Go. Yeah. On the Roku 3 box. And I'm like, oh, hey, I haven't seen this in a long time. All right, let me watch this again. Was, I remember it being a pretty good movie. Uh... And I'm, I'm, I'm noticing a weird thing about the movie this time around is that mm. at the time, I, I did not see the movie in 1994 at the time, but I imagine at the time it must have been such a cool movie. Like, yeah, this is a movie for us. We're the teenager. This is our movie. This is about us, not, mm. not our parents. So cool. But watching it now, like we're you, know, you and I are adults now, we're in our mid thirties. Doesn't uh, doesn't uh, hold up anymore. It's not that it didn't hold up. It it came across as like like how I was talking about like a mockumentary or a parody, like Spinal Tap. It came right. across like a Spinal Tap mockumentary of of the nineties. Where it's like they were trying to shoehorn in every single yeah. 90s cliche and 90s stereotype into this one hour and a half long movie. You know, no, they, I, I... like the, the, the Steve Zahn, spoiler alerts, but the, the Steve Zahn character, spoiler. like, like I, I want to come out to my parents as homosexual yeah. and... And the Janine Garofalo, I'm going to go get an AIDS test. And the Winona <laughs> Ryder one's like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And Ethan Hawke's like, I'm not going to work for the man. It's like, it, 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 it was like a caricature. It wasn't yeah, cool I, at all. I remember, I remember uh, that um, I never, at the time, I never really got the, like, pop culture media's infatuation with it right i didn't really like it i think the main thing was that it had all of those like it actors and actresses in yeah. one film yeah yeah but i, I didn't really like it i i much preferred empire records oh what yeah i love that movie it's no. great yeah it's a good movie but anyway so and, so i i just felt like it was clubbing like watching it the other night the mm -hmm. year 2014 I felt like it was clubbing me over the head with, this is a 90s movie. This is a 90s. Don't forget, this is a 90s movie. It's like no subtlety whatsoever. Yeah, I, I didn't really like it. I liked, um, you know, all the angst and the, uh, I didn't like it. Uh, and I, I did watch. Well, wait a minute. And, and I know, at, again, at the time, I'm assuming. That everyone must have loved the Ethan Hawke character, like the lazy slacker, right. like pseudo philosopher guy who everything stinks and he's smarter than everything. Right. And then Winona Ryder dates the Ben Stiller guy who's like a professional. He has an office job. He makes money. He's responsible. Like, oh, he's the man. Down with the man. You got to like mm. the Ethan Hawke guy. He's He keeps it real. He keeps... I'm sure that was probably how it came across in 1994. But again, 2014, I'm in my mid-30s. I'm watching it now, and I'm like, 
not only do I want to kill this Ethan Hawke character because he's he's making me want to throw up, the Ben Stiller character was actually like a nice guy. He was like yeah. he was like the only one I liked in the whole movie. Well, I think that was that was kind of the premise. It was <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh well. Um, yeah. Speaking of, you know, I, the other night I was watching. I watched all the way through uh, the Swingers. Never saw uh, Swingers. It came out like '95 or '6. It was uh, the movie John Favreau uh, wrote, directed, starred in uh, with uh, Vince Vaughn. Right, right, right. And um, I think Heather Graham was it at one point. Ron Livingston. Yes, Ron Livingston was in it. Yes, from Office Space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, and that was like one of those movies that everybody keeps talking about. Like, oh, it was one of those great. Like, independent films, you know. Uh, right. Uh, it, it was okay. I'm like, I was watching it again through. Uh, it was okay. But it was, you know, it was fake enough that I, I think it holds up in a sense. <laughs> okay. Like, it holds up in a sense of, you know, it was fiction, obviously. But it holds up in a sense that, you know, you could look at that. You could watch that movie and say, yeah, you know, that is sort of like a 90s kind of independent film you know it still has that feel to it whereas i thought reality bites it just again that it was just the the drum the drama was over the top and it wasn't even for comedic right purposes. oh well right when's the last time you're on a date two three months ago Try nine, Danny. Hey, who's counting? The husband-to-be. I'm not carrying this guy down six flights of stairs. I'll tell you that right now. Oh. Ain't no way I'm going to clean that up. Sometimes it is not good to be a cop. The bride-to-be. Did you mean him to look like Clark Gable? Yeah. He's a a dead ringer. I didn't mean dead like that. I don't mean dead. You know what I meant. Uh, He's got a girl. The mother who won't let it be. Died and left you an opinion. Rose, I know you realize it's the 90s. I'm just not sure you realize it's the 1990s. Reasons why you can't go out with me on Saturday. You're seeing somebody else. No. Gotta leave your options open, Danny. You're getting your legs waxed. No. Sample some of the other flavors. You have to lube your car? No. I'll see you at 7. I hope you don't mind coming here. I wanted to bring you somewhere special on our first date. For Danny Muldoon and Teresa Luna... Love is in the air. Yeah! See, I just got lucky in there with a girl. That's not what you're thinking. She does everybody in there. Not in that way. Daddy? Oh, my God, it's my mom. Come on, hurry up. Over there, over there, over there. And mother <gasps> is in between. Mom, promise me you'll be on your best behavior. Where are her breasts? What? She's got no breasts. Uh-huh. Well, it's just in the neighborhood, and I thought I'd drop by. But before they can tie the knot... Be down in a minute and make you some breakfast. Oh, that'll be nice. He has to untie the apron strings. I'm 38 years old. I don't need this. Only the lonely. John Candy. I haven't kissed a girl I wasn't related to in a long time. Ali Sheedy. Are we ever gonna be alone? Maureen O'Hara. You haven't heard my side of the story. James Belushi. She's just playing hard to get. And Anthony Quinn. She's been hard to get for 20 years. That's that's really hard to get. Only the lonely. From John Hughes and Chris Columbus comes a comedy for anyone who's ever had a mother.
Alright, so we move on now. Quickly. Yes. Uh, celebrity deaths. Deaths. Yes. Uh, musician died. Couple of them. Yes. You do. So, Alright, so uh, January 1st... Uh, no, sorry. January 29th, 1952 is when he was born. And he died July 11th, 2014. He was 62. Yeah. Tommy Ramone. Dead. So how many Ramones are left now? None. Ah, uh, what? None of the original uh, Ramones are left alive. Wow. They are all so... dead. Which Damn. is unbelievable. Because, like, almost all the Rolling Stones are still alive. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. How is that so possible? Brian Jones and... All, and all the Ramones are dead. How is that possible? I don't know. They just, you know, hey, it was like their music, you know, it was uh, live fast and die young. Is everything? I mean, George, George Martin is still alive. Yes. Yeah, and George. all of the Ramones are dead. How is that physically possible? Uh, yeah. I mean, the only guy that's still alive now is the one that was at Chiller Theater who we saw. We didn't talk to or anything. It was Marky Ramone. Oh, well, wait, he's a Ramon. But not original. He's not? No. He was on the later albums. Yeah, I mean, when they went and when they inducted him into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he was part of it. Um, and yes, he was, uh, you know, the longest, one of the longest serving band members. I'm just saying he wasn't one of the originals. Oh, well. Tommy Ramon was the original drummer. He was a manager. Um... And then eventually, uh, I think he got sick of touring and, and, you know. But yeah, you're, you're right. Marky Ramone was his replacement. Marky Ramone was a drummer for, you know, 15 years, you know, from, you know, for most of the run there. Oh, all right. So he's, at the moment, he's still alive, but right. his, I'm sure he'll, he'll be dead soon, too. His real... Jeez. <laughs> his... Uh... He, uh, he just turned 58, and his real name is Mark Bell. Yeah. And Tommy Ramone is... Um, when did Dead. this uh, die? Yeah, so his real name was Tom er Erdelyai or something. I don't know. Okay. He was a, uh, a Hungarian-American... Record ah. producer and musician. Right. Wow. Yeah, so Joey Ramone was 49. Uh, 49? Johnny Ramone, okay. Johnny 49? Ramone, Johnny Ramone was 55. D.D. Uh, Ramone was 50. Wow. So They're all so young. <laughs> and he died. Uh, as we said, Marky Ramone. C.J. Ramone. He was one of the later replacements. He is 48. Still alive. Still alive. Oh. Richie Ramone was another one of their drummers. Uh, he's still alive at 56. Jeez. And Elvis Ramone... Elvis Ramone? ...is still alive, and he's 58. What about the Italian Ramones? I, I guess they're still alive, though. Luigi Ramone and... Uh. Mario Gi Giuseppe Ramone. 
Um, yeah, so he's dead. Man. Next. Uh, and then another, uh, this is yesterday, I guess, another big uh, uh, rock and roll guy, guitarist, blues guitarist. Uh, Johnny Winter is dead. Now, I am not familiar with him. You don't know Johnny Winter? Edgar Maybe Winter? I, uh, uh, what? Edgar and Johnny Winter. I don't think I'm familiar with You them. don't know Edgar Winter? Who's Edgar Winter? Oh, my God. What did he do? I don't know. What did he teach me? It was uh, one of the, uh, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, a uh, big, uh, like, southern rock, you know, kind of guitarist. Edgar, you don't know Edgar Winter. He's still alive, by the way. Yeah. They were, well, they were both albinos, believe it or not. <laughs> really? Yes. Is that what he died from? No. Uh, Edgar Winter um, is more, uh, probably the more famous one. Um... I just want to see singles. Uh, Frankenstein? Uh, the, that was like an instrumental. Wasn't there a Black Sabbath song called Frankenstein? Uh, did Free Ride. Slow Ride? Free Ride. Free Bird? No. <laughs> I don't know I don't know this guy. Free as a Bird? Free, no, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Johnny Winter, February twenty third, nineteen forty four, died July sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, he was in Zurich, Switzerland, doing some kind of uh, show, and found him dead in the hotel room. Wow. Um. All right. So what? He was seventy, right? Yeah. All right. Johnny Winter. All right, so uh, moving on. Um, Tom Wilson. Yes. Biff. Biff Tannen. So you know how we played his question song? Yeah. Which is very funny. Yeah. The fact that he be, hates being asked the Back to the Future questions. <laughs> right. So here's another song. Uh, that he's had for a few years. It's called the Sci-Fi Convention Song. Oh. Uh, that should that be a good been, one. He's been doing in his act, and it's basically him making fun of the conventions and the people, the actors who appear at all of them, and the fact that he won't do them, and et cetera, et cetera. All right, should I listen? It's up to you. I mean, it's four minutes long. All right. It, I'm playing it. Pretty good guitarist. I'm a guy you might recognize. You've seen me on TV. I've done 30 or 40 movies. Hey, you only remember three. Worked a lot in Hollywood, shot a lot of celluloid. But behind the glitz and glamour, I am mostly unemployed. recognize me almost everywhere I go. They follow me into the men's room and they like to say hello. They think I'm rich and famous, but that's kind of a joke, cause I'm only sort of famous and not often close to broke. So, what do you do when the bills are due and you don't have a job? 
Owing money ain't that funny when you're not on top. You gotta bend before the break in tough financial tension. I'll be a low-level celebrity at a sci-fi convention. Yeah. It's like chiller theater. So I go to this phantasmagoria sci-fi con 17, right? In New Jersey New somewhere. Jersey. They, right. I'm in a hotel ballroom with the folding hotel tables next to all these actors trying to sell their picture for money. You know, so I'm next to a, an older gentleman. Not, you know, not that old, but no, but old. He's, you know, he's been around a long time. I don't recognize him from anything. So I'm trying to be, oh, it's great. Well, you're an actor too. And what were you in? He's uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, Planet of the, You mean the Rise of the Planet of the Apes with James Franco? No, no, I was. No. Oh, uh, wow, Planet of the Apes, the movie. With Charlton Heston. Just, no, no. I was in Planet of the Apes, the TV series. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know they made one either. <laughs> Sat at the convention, acting cool and nonchalant. Eddie Munster's having breakfast in the hotel restaurant. Over there's Wonder Woman. Over here's some guy from MASH. Use your fame, sign your names, long as they got cash. Klingon shooting phasers while Ewoks go to town. There are 50 Harry Potters if he weighed 500 pounds. Some zombie walks on past me with makeup on his face. It's a Twilight Zone ET phone home because I am lost in space. Well, Jedi Knights, lightsaber fights, Chewbacca's running around. Star Trek freaks and sweaty geeks, my brains are breaking down. Well, this isn't really working out. I need an intervention because I'm a low-level celebrity at a sci-fi convention. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm meeting these people, right? They're all in line to come up and meet me and everything. I swear to you, two guys are next to each other. The plastic pencil holder guys, you know. They're into this, man. They're into this. They're having an argument as they come to the front of my line to meet me. The guy says, look, well, first of all, Todd, what are you forgetting? Ewoks live in the bottom of the forest. Wookiees are in the tops of trees. Oh, one other thing, different planets. <laughs> and he looks at me and says, were you in police academy? <laughs> they said it's easy money. They said you gotta go. Check out all the other actors making lots and lots of dough, but selling out the past. I lost my marbles bit by bit, so I waved goodbye to Lou Ferrigno. I packed my bag. Lou Ferrigno. Where are you yeah. going, butthead? Hey, the party's just begun. Uh, no, I think I'm going to split, man. My experiment is done. They stared at me with open mouths, the fanboys all in shock. So to break it to them gently, I waved goodbye like Spock. Hey, no big deal, but it didn't feel like it was my thing. They did collecting autographs, but I got a song to sing. But if times turn back to tough again, things start getting darker, I'll just whip out a stack of 8 by 10s and break out my magic marker. That's right. Step right up. Meet international superstar Tom Wilson. Wilson. No, not Owen. No, not Luke. Wilson. No, not Flip. Maybe you recognize him from Police Academy or Planet of the Apes, the TV series. I don't know. That was fun. That was good. Uh.
I don't know if you recognize the uh, the chords that he's playing there. Okay. It's uh, it's essentially a Grateful Dead song, uh, Samson and Delilah. Oh, all right. It's, I, I think that's what he, he's playing, but... So he copied. Meh. No, it's a very funny song. It's just like, again, I, I wish... I, 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 it's fine that he does it. I just wish that he would actually appear at a convention. I'd like to meet him and that would be awesome. With <laughs> yeah, he seems like a very funny. Apparently, nice he's. Guy. Si- I mean, from what I've heard, he like at, even at his comedy shows, he will not sign anything Back to the Future. <laughs> Why? He just won't do it. So ungrateful. If it weren't for those three movies, nobody would know his name, his no. face, his nothing. <laughs> anyway, this says that in the early 1980s, Tom Wilson moved to Los Angeles to further pr- pursue his career, mm. where he shared an apartment, supposedly, with fellow aspiring comedians Andrew Dice Clay uh. and Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. Well, if it's on Wikipedia, I guess it must be true. Yeah, it's from an interview. <laughs> so yeah, it is true. Wow, wow, that's so weird. Uh, all right. Um, I'm gonna send you something. No. To God, look what, at. What now? What is this? Oh, Chuck Norris action jeans. Okay. Yeah, so. Chuck Norris pants. Well, they're not just any pants. They have, like... Apparently, you could tell they have, like, this, like, weird embroidery around the crotch. <laughs> yeah, So that it can enable him to do a, 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 a like, a ninja kick. <laughs> roundhouse kick without tearing his uh, jeans. And that's what it says. It won't bind your legs. And... Uh... These great-looking Western-style jeans have a unique hidden gusset, mm. whatever that is, which allows greater movement without binding or ripping. Mm. And then it says, uh, schools send for wholesale information. Like, <laughs> school. Yeah, yeah school. the kids are, kids are going to want to wear that. <laughs> And they were, they were, for boys' sizes they were nineteen ninety five, and for I guess for men's sizes twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> oh man! Uh. Could you imagine if you had owned a pair of Chuck Norris jeans? Uh well. Back I mean, they the look day. like. I mean, they kind of look like regular jeans. I don't know. But they're Chuck Norris jeans. <laughs> anyway. Uh, action jeans. This says, oh, look. Half price lifetime guarantee. If they ever wear out, rip, fray, or tear, uh, return them for a new pair at half of the full price. Ah. Uh. <laughs> So, eh, I guess that's I guess that's something. Mm. 
anyway, uh, also real quick, uh, I saw the, uh, you know, the website Auto Trader. I remember the magazine. <laughs> okay. Auto is it the same thing? Is that what it is? Must be, right? Hmm. <laughs> so, um, they did a commercial, which I thought was cool. Um, it starred John Schneider and Tom Wopat. Ah, the Dukes. The Dukes of Hazard. I've seen it on um, on television. Who you've met? Uh, yeah, I've met. I have met both of them. And I met one of them. I met Tom Wopat. Well, and you met Catherine Bach. I go. Oh yeah, that's right. Chiller Theater. I, I've met all of them except I met John Schneider and Tom Wopat twice. I know. Yeah. Catherine Bach once. So I'm it's watching. only like a 30 second commercial. Yeah. Yeah, they're just driving the car like, hey! Howdy! We gotta find ourselves this new car! <laughs> they go up the ramp. Oh my god. <laughs> but yet, you know, the funny thing is, even though it's a. Th what the hell are they doing with a rooster? <laughs> The funny thing is that there is a behind-the-scenes video also. Oh, yeah. Which is like five minutes long, and it's actually uh, a lot better. But they, uh, I thought they, 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 still, they look like they could still play the parts. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever uh, another movie. Yeah. Maybe they'll reconsider. Yeah, why not? Instead of Johnny Knoxville and uh. Jessica Simpson. No. Samson, whatever her name is. Simpson. Um, uh, what else? Oh, a uh, very quick restaurant review. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to this one. It's in Clifton. It's called The Counter. Haven't tried it yet. Just opened. Uh, I don't know. You probably won't like it. Um, well, it's... it's you could make custom hamburgers. Yeah, yeah, so essentially what this place is, I don't know how widespread this thing is, but basically you go in there, they give you a menu, so there's different burgers, all kinds of burgers and other things you can order, and then there's like a uh, a pad with a pencil, and on there you can select what you want. I mean, there's like 15 different types of meat, veggie and turkey and and. Uh, Hamburgers and uh, buffalo. Uh, ostrich. Oh, no. Really? There's ostrich too? Probably. I don't know. All kinds of stuff. And then there's like organic and this and that and all like a billion toppings and different buns. It's, it's crazy. So it's also expensive. <laughs> For a hamburger. Oh, yeah. Well, they have a third pound, a half pound, or a one pound burger. Wow. One pound? Uh, so I got a third pound bison burger. So you're eating buffalo? I ate a buffalo. Endangered. They're not endangered. Still, doesn't matter. It tasted pretty good. So, um, and, and then I forget what the toppings were. And, uh, that was like $10 plus this and that. And no, the sides are not free. It's... Very expensive. And they also have a bar in the middle. Alcohol? Um, yes. Yeah. Interesting. A bar. Right. 
What bar you think I'm talking about? I mean, it could have just been like a bar, you know, like a bar on the wall that you hold mm. on to. No. Uh, like a ballerina's bar. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Mars bar. Anyway, so uh, I, I I don't know. I thought it was kind of expensive. All bar one. Uh, so, so, that, that, so it was expensive, but yeah. good, bad, what's the I, I thought it, it tasted fine. It was just a little expensive. Do I need to run out and go, or is it no. like, eh, mediocre? No. Well, you won't eat any of the the beef. The veggie. Ugh, come all the way there for a veggie bird? Well, well I'm, I'm not saying I'm going. I'm, I, want your, I want your advice about it. Well, I can't, I can't advise you on the veggie burger that they have. I didn't eat it. Was it crowded? Uh, no, not when I was there. It was during the day. Mm. Uh, I imagine at night it's probably crowded because, you know, the 20-somethings are in there. <laughs> yeah. But it's in that, that little strip mall where there's nowhere to park. Yeah, it's always a madhouse. Madhouse. I hate going there because it's like people turn into barbarians in that parking lot. Right. Uh, all right. So, what, how much? What else did you want to do? Anything? Let me consult my notes here. <sighs> There's a couple of things you can do it another time. Oh, we we uh, we never got to 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 watch the new Transformers. Was that out already? It's been out. Garbage. I want to try and get. Uh, uh, down at this hot dog truck on uh, you know Union Avenue, yeah, and uh, Washington Avenue. Or, you know, it's a Union Avenue and Mill Street. You know down there. Mm-hmm. There's this Chinese guy who always has bootlegs. <laughs> I'll see if he has it there. Well, like on the sidewalk. Yeah. What? Yeah, the bootlegs. They do that the DVDs. In... I know, but they do that in Belleville, New Jersey. Now they have guys yeah. on the like in Chinatown. Yeah, he's got them right there. One day I was there. How how are people not arresting him? Who cares? It's it's Newark. Nobody cares. All right. I mean, the quality of them are terrible. What do you expect? Yeah, they're they're unwatchable. So, one day I was standing there getting a hot dog, and so this guy drives up and he goes, "Hey, you know, I just bought these yesterday. I want to I want to re- return them." <laughs> the guy's like, "You can't return them." He's like, you already watched them. He's like, yeah, you know, I watched them and they weren't very good, so I want to return them and get something else. (laughs) And and the guy, the the Chinese guy was like trying to be like, you know, uh, amicable. And the guy in the hot dog truck was yelling. He's like, like, no, you don't, you can't return that. What are you talking about? They're like $2 each. Exactly. He's like, well, you know, I I, I let my daughters watch them. They didn't like them. And the guy's like, so what? <laughs> Wait, he's like, what is this? What is this blockbuster video on the sidewalk? No. <laughs> no. Get out of here. Oh, that's awesome. So I think he re- he, he let him return like one. Oh. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> it's like, he, you know, it wasn't like he couldn't play them or something. He just they didn't like them. Too bad. So what? So what? what's the... the, the 
Transformers 4, what's it called? Age of Extinction. Age of yeah. Autobots, transform and roll out. Come on, we we got it. We we have to. We have to watch it <sighs> and make fun of it. It's, it's is not a tradition. Even, I know, but it's not even Shia LaBeouf anymore. Uh, it was Mark Wahlberg. That's just as bad. Is it Michael Bay still? Yes. Mm. Yes, it's still Michael Bay. Uh, maybe if you download a torrent or something. Well, I would have just... I, I would have rather gotten the bootlegs. It'd be easier. All right. Just so pop get, a DVD somewhere. So do that, then. See if the Chinese Yeah, well, if I find it... it. Mm. Oh, I assume he'll have it. I don't know. Megatron must be stopped. No matter I mean, you, it'll be like... You know, it, the sound will be like... Megatron. What is going... <laughs> I mean, you won't barely be able to hear it. But that's how I've watched the first one. Yeah, I remember that, yeah, because you refused to pay. Well, I didn't want to pay, and, and you had gone down to visit your brother and your family, and, and, and you and your brother, it. huh? Yeah, and we saw it. Yeah, and you guys had seen it, and you didn't wait for me. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to go to the theater and watch it myself, this terrible Michael Bay. So, And what happened was um, you wanted to review it like right away with him. Right. And I didn't have enough time, so I had to download a torrent. It was a terrible, bo- it was an awful boot. Like the sound was so bad, it didn't matter, and it wasn't even in focus. It- <laughs> Let me tell you something: it doesn't matter. I know. And I found myself, I found myself fast forwarding the bootleg because I was falling asleep while I was watching it. Exactly, I kept falling asleep. Well, so now awful. So not only has Michael Bay completely destroyed the Transformers franchise, ruined it franchise, he uh, now he's destroying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Did you see the trailer? I've seen it. I I, I mean, when the angry video game nerd says it's going to be terrible, it's probably bad. Do you remember one of the criticism? One of our criticisms of. The, yeah. the first Michael Bay Transformers movie, one of the many thousands of criticisms was, terrible. was that he changed the backstory right. so that now the Transformers were meteors yeah. falling from yeah. space. Well, the hatching. turtles are aliens too, aren't they? Exactly! He keeps changing everything. Oh, he's horrible. Why? Why? The whole point of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I... I I understand it sounds ridiculous for grown well, men to be arguing about origins of fake turtles, but... It's just that at the end of the day, regardless, at the end of the day, he doesn't care. Because idiots, will, stupid teenagers will go and watch it. They don't know better. I know, but the whole purpose is that they were turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That fell into radioactive ooze with this man, and they got they got like mutated into these uh, half human, half animal creatures, and they learned karate. Mm. Not they're not aliens. <laughs> they're not Martians. What can I say? Stupid. He's and he terrible. made them, and just like again, just like the Transformers robot modes. He made the, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so ugly. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't know. 
and now you know now Michael Bay's career is just making 1980s oh, toy movies. So what's going to be next after uh, Transformers, Teenage Mutant? He-Man. He-Man. Yeah, he's going to ruin He-Man. He's going to ruin Thundercats. He's going to ruin Voltron and Bionic Six and and <laughs> Bionic everything. Mask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mask and Rainbow Bright. The Popples. Popples. Pound puppies. Uh, they're gonna be for the they're, they're, the pound puppies are gonna be aliens. Cabbage yeah. Patch Kids are gonna be aliens. Look, Teddy Ruxpin is gonna be an alien. The day he tries to make a live action David the Gnome, he will die. <laughs> David the Gnome is gonna be an alien. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's terrible. What else? Um, oh, actually, no, not what else. Because uh, no. while we're on the subject of 1980s toy movies being destroyed, I mean, I'm sorry, 1980s toys being to turned into movies and being destroyed. So now, is there a gem movie or something? Yes, a live. <laughs> well, you'd action, be happy about this. A live action. It's called Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. Directed by John M. Chu, whoever that is. Ooh. Written by Ryan Landells, whoever that is. And then, in the role of Jericho Benton slash Jem is this woman, Aubrey Peoples, whoever that is. Like, who are these people? And what? why uh, is this even being made as John a live, live action? Is, he is, he's done the, some of those step-up dancing movies which are terrible he did the G.I. Joe sequel Retaliation uh, terrible and he's done a bunch of Justin Bieber movies what come on I mean look Molly people Molly Ringwald is going to be in the movie Juliette Lewis oh boy but Aubrey Peoples was in Ace Ventura Jr. Pet Detective what is that <laughs> it was a TV movie from 2009 oh never even heard of it. It was with some fat kid that looked like Ace Ventura. It's just... Look, if they're going to make... A, I, I'm a very big fan of the original 1985, 1986, 87, 88 cartoon series. So, if they're going to make a movie out of it now, mm. why live... Act, just animate it! Well... Samantha Newark is listed as a TBD, so I assume she would be in it in some fashion. Yeah, probably a one-second... I mean, uh, uh, just... What is the point? It's going to be horrendous. She's actually going to be at that uh, Rhode Island Comic Con I talked about. Samantha Newark? Yeah, with John Reese davies Samantha Newark? Yes. In Long Island? Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. You're going there? Well, it's in November. All the way to Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Why Chatner's. Can't, why can't she be at a Chiller Theater? Maybe she will be at some point. Who knows? Better be. Um, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean... Oh, Charles Fleischer will be there, too. Charles Fleischer. Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, ah, so, uh, yeah, the, the Monster Mania convention. <laughs> yeah. Where is that? Come again? on, they got, in, in, they got the They Live cast! The cast of They Live! We almost met half the cast of They Live, except... <laughs> a third. A third of the cast bailed at the last second. Ah, Roddy Piper. Can you imagine that... I don't know if we mentioned this, but we when we went to the New York comic book marketplace show where we we spoke to larry kenny and mm. almost st- talked to johnny brennan oh well we talked to him but yeah just did an interview uh and larry storch that um i was gonna say oh that it, it originally it wasn't supposed to be roddy piper as the primary guest it was supposed to be norman reedus oh really can you imagine if it really was Norman Reedus, what a madhouse that place would nah, have been? We, we wouldn't have gotten in. Well, it was so small, nobody would have gotten in. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, Monster Mania, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which is close to Philadelphia. Adam West, <laughs> Burt Ward. They're, at, they're always there. They are so expensive. Vern Troyer from Austin Powers. Ah, uh, a bunch wait, of the mini me. Yeah, come on. A bunch of a bunch of the actors from Walking Dead. Hey, this is a good one though. Robert Patrick, Terminator Two. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> a bunch of horror people. Uh, James Remar. I like him. He was in. Uh, the Warriors, um, Dexter, the series I like. I don't know why they don't list him as being in uh, uh, 48 Hours. Eddie Murphy. Another 48 Hours. And he was. And a They Live reunion. Roddy Piper, Keith David, and Meg Foster. You sure it's not David Keith? No, it's Keith David. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and some I mean, yeah, other it's, horror it's, people uh, uh, Julian Sands I remember him from the Warlock movie wh- Wow Warlock <laughs> um, Let me see some of these other people I don't know who these people are No so, uh, And there was somebody wait, wait, There was somebody else that they just added on. Uh, I saw it on their Facebook page There was four people well, one of them was the guy in one of the more recent James Bond movies. And it was a couple of them. Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan! <laughs> really? Oh! I mean, look, <laughs> as awesome as it would be to meet Roddy Piper and Keith oh, David... come on! If you remember, from the April Chiller Theater, I swore yeah. off... No, you. I don't remember you swearing Any off, though. Conve- no more convention. I said, I'm Come done on. with convention. Come on. I'll think about it. Come on. I'll th- I said, I'll think about it. It'd be, it'd be a nice ride. I got a new car, by the way. You'd be able to go in the new car. What kind of car? A Ford Escape. Forget it. Why? <laughs> no, I don't know. What, is it an SUV? Well, it's a crossover. Ah, what? I thought you were Mr. Sports Car Guy. Well, the problem was I was going to get a Ford Focus hatchback. 
Yeah. But I didn't really fit in it. Uh, so it just was too uncomfortable. It was too much of a pain to get at you know the car. So I, I needed something where I could like put the dog in the back or put my bike in the back. All right. And the sedans just don't do that anymore. And then I, I, I did the Ford Fusion, but that was a lot of money. And again, it was the same thing. It was like, where do I put put anything? Right. So I went with the Ford Escape. It gets a good mileage, a decent mileage though. Like what? Uh, I think it averages about 25 or 26, I've been noticing. That's it? But I, I do a lot of stop-and-go driving. Yeah, well, so do I, but my, my Ford... Even, the fo- even when I was... Do- when I, was I, I loaned out a Focus from the dealer to try it out, and it wasn't doing much better than that. Wait a minute. My Ford Fiesta... That's a Fiesta. It's a dinky little thing. I get 42 and a half miles per gallon. 42? Yes. That's not a hybrid? No. Gas. Gasoline. Yeah, but it's it's tiny. That's why it doesn't weigh anything. Good. I can't fit in those cars. <laughs> you're not that much. You're like a few inches taller than I am. I can't fit. I tried it. The Focus technically got, gets about 37 on the highway. Yeah. But two things. A, I was like, I didn't fit. But B, the way where I drive to work, there's no highway mileage. It's like city mile. I don't get above fifty miles an hour going to or from work because there's so much traffic. Jeez. So I never really get that mileage. Now, yes, if I have the 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 escape on the road and it's going and it's and it's just a highway, it'll get thirty two. <laughs> gotta do better than that. Eh, what am I gonna do? It's better than my last car. My last car got like 19. <laughs> I know, that was terrible. Eh. How much, I mean, you must have spent a fortune on gasoline. Yeah, well. Like every other day, you had to fill up. Well, they didn't make a hybrid for it. Uh, for the Ford Escape, did not have a hybrid. Mm. Uh, the Fusion had a hybrid, but it was a lot more money. Really? That one actually had the uh, plug-in. And it, how, it was a lot more money? Yeah. Several thousand more. Well. You know, I, I, I like my features. I have certain features that I, I have to have. <laughs> like what? Well, I like leather seats. <laughs> leather? Come on. Yeah, it's got to be leather. Cloth. No. Leather, uh, I need the comfort, uh, heated seats. Yeah, but uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've been having literally 95 degree Fahrenheit summer days here. So what? I don't care. And then you sit on the leather the with your leg. Yeah, your legs are sticking to it. No, it's not that bad. I turn the AC on, it's fine. I don't use the air conditioning in my car. Well, that's... It. Why, though? It wastes gas. Do you drive with the windows open? No, nothing. Oh, God. The vent smells terrible, though. <laughs> what? I don't turn the vent on. Well, how do you breathe? It's 90 degrees. <laughs> just, I suffer. Oh, my God. Such an idiot. Gas mileage. Wow, you're not really gaining that much. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I turn on the air conditioner. No. Some, some, only if it's above ninety. No. No, I, I don't really turn that. No, I, I don't turn the air conditioning on. I, I don't even turn it above. I put it on like sixty-eight, and I have it on one. Like the fan is on one. Yeah. It's on the lowest level because I it gets cold. 
I know. But, uh, no, I see, I can't, the problem with me is I can't drive with the windows open because of my allergies. I, I'll just be coughing and, and sneezing. Well, I don't so. drive with the windows open because it just increases the, what is it called, the drag or whatever it is? or the, True. The friction. Cost me gas. Oh, God, here we go. I got. I have to get the high score of gas mileage. Airs. Oh, yeah, Begley. Yes. Well, then you should have gotten an electric car. All not electric. not for less than twenty thousand dollars. Well, that there you go. <laughs> you could get those electric the electric Ford Fusion. Yeah. That you just plug it in, a uh, hundred miles to the gallon. Well, plus when I was shopping for a car, I don't think they had that at the time. Well, that again, but that was a much more expensive car. They don't have it in the small ones. How much was it? The uh, the energy version, whatever it is. Yeah, the electric. Uh, it was forty thousand probably. What? Yeah. No, nah, there's no way I was gonna. Buy Had all the features. It. Don't care. Well, I think the Focus has a had a of uh, the electric one also, I believe. Forty thousand dollars? Yeah, probably close to it. It was a lot. Oh my god, it's a lot of money. They they have to get cheaper. Well, you know, I guess eventually they will. But the reality is, like for instance, um, the Escape did not have a hybrid engine because the Ford people were like, well, you know, we've designed the four-cylinder engines now. They get you know just as much gas mileage as the hybrid, and nobody, so nobody's going to buy them. Right. Well, like my car. Well, mine is a uh, it's a two liter uh, inline four uh, turbo. Don't know what that means. Turbocharged. No, but two liter inline. Well, inline means the cylinders four cylinders in in a row, in a, in, a, in a line versus a, like a V, like a V six or a V eight would have been like a V pattern, you know. Right. Oh, so so the, but what's the difference? Well, you wouldn't have a V4 unless it was a motor. It made no. It would make no sense. No, but you said dual. I said it would be like in a dual pattern. Oh, I don't. Know. It's just space wise. I mean, you, why would you have a straight eight cylinder engine? It, it, it would be so long. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did back in the twenties. <laughs> right. A straight sixteen. I don't. Yeah. Know. So, I don't know. It's. What's, uh, wait, wait, hold on. Like so, so you know how when someone says like, "Oh yeah, yeah. this is a sixteen valve engine." What, what, what is a valve? What does that do? <laughs> um, like what's like the the you know like this is valve. a thirty two valve. This is an eight valve. Like what what is what does more valves do? Well, the valve is what uh, the valve opens, and that's what allows the air in in one valve in a gasoline engine, right. and the other valve is uh, the fuel. So more valves is better. Yeah. Really. Well, of course, because it's either be a higher compression, you got more, you know, more uh, able to, to do more with it. But more efficient. Uh, or it doesn't, or it has no it's more power. Yeah, yeah, right. More power. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. Any in any case. So uh, I mean, eh, I didn't really want to spend all that as much as I did, and. This and that, but so well, are you choices? Are you financing or do you just pay? No, it? I just I just bought it. Wow, bought it outright. 
Um, yeah, so. I don't know. So, we, we get, we, come on, we go for a road trip. It's not that bad. I said I'll think about it. Uh, That's not a no. I'm. Uh, I, it's not a no. Think about it. When is it again? Uh, it was the middle of August, 15th. Oh, right. 16th. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, August 15th, 16th, 17th. Obviously, I wouldn't go on a Friday, I don't think. No. Well, I wouldn't be able to go. No. Um, it'd either be the uh, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to see, probably Saturday, because I'd rather go on Saturday, get it over with. Alright. Uh, yeah, so, Whatever. So, uh, alright, I'm stopping. Not only do I want to kill this Ethan Hawke character because he's he's making me want to throw up, the Ben Stiller character was actually like a nice guy. He was like yeah. he was like the only one I liked in the whole movie. Well, I think that was that was kind of the premise. Was 